What the fuck is up, kid? And welcome back to Fuck Ups Unfiltered, the podcast for ambitious, creative achievement strivers ready to build their careers without burning out in life. I'm your host, Kat, and I hope that you're fucking ready, dude, because every episode, I'll be pulling back the curtain on a lesson, story, or method that will help you strive towards your achievements while making as little fuck-ups as possible. So, let's cut the bullshit and dive in. What the fuck is up, kid? Okay, I just wanted to pop in for a quick little commercial break to let you know that if you have loved this season of Fuck Ups Unfiltered, I actually went ahead and created some merch for you all around the new podcast title and some isms and sayings from this season of the podcast, went ahead and polled you on Instagram as to what kind of merch you would like, what you would actually wear, um, and everything along those lines from the actual physical items to the colorways and put together a little collection for you. So if you want to go ahead and pick up merch and support the show, that would be so incredibly amazing. You can go to catandcoaching.com slash merch. The link is also going to be in the show notes, but I want to let you know that just you even listening to the show, you playing the show, you reviewing the show, or you sending me a DM of how the show has helped you and what you want to hear more of is literally the biggest blessing in and of itself. I am so freaking thankful to just have you in this community, dude. If you're wanting to represent the community and buy some merch, that would be so waggy as well. But With that being said, let's get back into the episode. I love you, and let's get back into it. What the fuck is up, kid? Welcome back to the podcast. Car Chats 202 Crew. I I don't even know what to call it at this point. Here is the deal. I, if you don't know... Um, I've been going through a divorce. Hi, what's up? I'm 24 years old going through a divorce. You know, I've heard so many people say like, oh my gosh, like I'm 22 and I feel like stuck. Is it too late to start my life over? Like, should I even bother all this stuff? And I'm like, dude, I literally picked up, moved my entire life um, and I'm 24. So like, it, it's never too late. I know people that do it in their 30s. I know people that do it in their 40s. I know that people that do it in their 60s. You know what I mean? Like, it's never too late, number one. So if you feel that way, just know that it's never too late to start something new. It's never too late to start over. It's never too late to exit something. Um, like, it's never too late. It's never too late. Life is too short to sit in something that is so incredibly unhealthy. Um, you know, a career that, you know, you're not passionate about and that really, really causes you a ton of stress um, and just insane amounts of unhealthy, like, trauma, I guess. I don't know. Um, Like, life is too short, you know? So, like, whatever you feel like, is it too late? No, it's not too late. Leave it and fucking start over. But (laughs) I'm going through a divorce right now at 24. And, um when it comes down to it, um, there were a number of reasons why I chose to leave. One of the main reasons was because I grew up with um, my biological dad being diagnosed narcissistic personality disorder, and I grew up seeing a lot of narcissism, Um, but I didn't realize how narcissistic traits translate 
in romantic relationships. I only saw unhealthy narcissistic character traits in a parental relationship, right? Um, So it was a lot of, you know, don't question me. I know what's best. I'm your dad, all this stuff. But I never saw it in a romantic relationship. So I, I, I was I had all of my red flags up that I knew of, but I didn't know that it presented so differently. Um, and, you know, one of the things is the I love you buts. And that is what we are here to talk about today is the I love you buts. Because here's the thing. I've been separated from my soon-to-be ex-husband for six weeks now. Six weeks? I, I think six weeks. And um, I haven't talked to him. Literally, I sent him one email once. Obviously, we were together for four years. So you have friends that are mutual and everything like that. And I was talking to one of my friends and she was telling me how my ex-husband said to um, somebody that was also within our circles, you know, I miss Kat, I love Kat, but her doing this, um, you know, makes me feel like she's actually a really self-centered person and she screwed me for my visa you also don't know my soon-to-be ex-husband is Canadian I am American so the friend told me that and the thing is is I went through a lot of therapy growing up um, and I've gone through a lot of personal development so I kind of know um, what to take that's true and what to take uh, that's what not to take and where it's coming from and everything like that I was like you know what's funny is like Number one, like, he doesn't love me and he doesn't miss me. He loved being married to me and he misses everything that I provided for him. Um, Because at the end of the day, if you really loved somebody and if you really missed them, you would be fighting tooth and nail to gain them back or to make things work. And I haven't heard from you other than when you called and texted me. Uh, like around five to seven times, called my dad, called my mom, texted my dad, texted my mom um, because your visa paperwork came in. And um, so you don't miss me. Um, This was always transactional, obviously, because you only reached out over the past six weeks when you needed something from me. Okay, so you don't love me. You don't miss me as a human being. You miss what I can provide and you loved what I could provide you. Like, let's make that abundantly, abundantly clear. You loved the benefits of having me. You didn't love me as a human being. And so I was talking to my friend and she was like, you know, um, telling me this. And I I had the realization probably three weeks ago um, when my ex-husband called me. Um, and texted me and called my mom and called my dad and texted my mom and texted my dad. And I was like, wow, this has really always been transactional because you literally haven't talked to me at all, at all since the day I left other than because you wanted something from me. Like literally that's the only reason. So I knew it was transactional. I'm not here and I can't legally diagnose anyone with anything, but I'm saying based on the DSM-5 criteria, 
when you make a certain amount of markers for narcissistic personality disorder and when I am raised by somebody with narcissistic personality disorder, you know, I can kind of put two and two together. Again, not diagnosing, not accusing, not saying anything. This is just my perception of things, allegedly. It was interesting because I stepped back from being told that, being told that he said, you know, I really miss Kat and love Kat, but after all that she's done and after her leaving, it makes me um, realize that she's really self-centered and she screwed me for my visa. After him saying that, um, I realized something else, which is just the amount of times that I love you was always followed by a but. It was always followed by a but. I love you, but. I love you, but. And honestly, like, I don't know why I feel, like, emotional recording this. I guess because, like, I've had more time to, like, think and process it and, like, how unhealthy and how sad that is that somebody can say that. I love you, but. Um, but at the end of the day, dude, like, I love you, but isn't an I love you. And honestly, a but after anything it totally negates the sentence being said. It totally negates what's being said. Because I love you should be unconditional, okay? Unconditional love should be at the foundation of every relationship, even your relationship with yourself. Unconditional love needs to be at the foundation. Because if not, then like, you know, there's conditions to it following I love you with but means that there's a condition to that love there were always conditions to it there were always rules around it there was always something and at the end of the day dude like if you have experienced this like number one just know that like that's not normal and like so many people realize that that's not normal and that that's not healthy and just because the person that you're with doesn't realize that that's not normal and that's not healthy um doesn't mean that like it it like makes it okay it actually makes it worse because it means that they have like no self-awareness whatsoever so like just know that like majority of people on this planet know that i love you but isn't an actual i love you most people know that that doesn't mean that you have unconditional love for a person. Most people know that, like, that's not healthy at all. And most people also know that you deserve better than that. So know that for yourself. But then also for yourself, when it comes to your relationship with yourself, so many times we can beat ourselves up. So many times we can say, like, oh, like, I love myself, but blah, 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 blah. Ugh, I love my life, but this isn't going the way I want. Ugh, I love my body. I know I should love my body, but this isn't the way I want it to look. Ugh, I, you know, I love myself, but sometimes like I can just get too much in my head and I just need to tell myself to shut the fuck up, right? And we can do this to ourselves. These I love you buts, we can do it to ourselves. And today I wanted to tell you that like, dude... If you expect unconditional love from other people in your relationships with other people, 
And if you know how important that is, and if you make it such a priority to give unconditional love to other people, like, you know, you you really need to give it to yourself too. You need to give yourself some fucking grace. And you need to not have conditions to your love for yourself. Fuck. Like, and this is something that, like, I didn't, like... Anytime somebody would say something along these lines before, it never really clicked. Um, But it was because I was in a relationship that had conditions around my love, which led me to have, you know, addictions like workaholism and stuff like that. No actual addictions, but that's, that's what conditions in a relationship lead to is certain kinds of addictions. And oftentimes it's centered around achievements, driving and working because you feel like you need to earn more to give more um, or do more to show that you have done everything that you can. But that's a whole other conversation. But you need to give yourself unconditional love. You need, like, do not even ever say to yourself, I love you, but don't even introduce that shit. And if you're doing that, stop doing it. Be aware of it and shut it down. Because when you're doing that, you're putting conditions on your love for yourself. And how do you expect yourself to show up at 100% every day if you're bullying yourself? If you're saying that you're not good enough, because that's what I love you but is. So if you want to actually show up, if you want to actually feel like you're contributing a lot to the world, you need to start with realizing how much you do for yourself on a daily basis. And you also need to start showing up with unconditional love for yourself. No I love you buts. No conditions. So many times we don't realize how many times we do this to ourselves. We say, like, I love you, but you need to get your shit together. Like, Catherine, I love you, but, like, you need to, like, go to the gym and lift heavier. I love you, but, like, dude, like, you need to prioritize your sleep more. I love you, but your routine needs to be more nailed in. I love you, but, like, you need to stop complaining as much. I love you, but I love you, but I love you, but it's never intentional because we just want the best for ourselves but it's never beneficial does this mean that you can't realize when you need to improve in life no not at all it just means that you love yourself despite whatever it is you love yourself no matter how you show up because you know that the next day you have the potential to live up to more and to show up bigger And you know that you're human and you know that some days you're not going to be at 110% and that's okay. You know that some seasons of life you fall off the wagon in some areas, but guess what? You're also so self-aware to the point where you know that, you know, you love yourself and that you need to give to get in other areas and that you're going to get back on the horse and it's going to be okay. That's today's episode, dude. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I am sitting in the Sephora parking lot, um, and there are people all around me, but I do not care. So, I love you. I'll see you in the next one. See you later.